Taylor Ball here. Well, tomorrow's February 1st, a month since we all made a bunch of New Year's resolutions. So I thought I would check in and see how we're all doing. After thinking about my own resolutions and their past successes and failures, I began to wonder, how many people actually achieve their goals? So I did some research. Here's Taylor's take on making New Year's resolutions. Let's get this ball rolling. When I was surfing the web, I stumbled across a page www.statisticbrain.com. The site had all these cool facts about resolutions and even shared a study conducted on January 1st, 2017. Super relevant. I'll give you a quick recap. According to the study, the top five 2017 New Year's resolutions were as follows. One, lose weight. Two, improve my life. Three, make better financial decisions. Four, quit smoking. Five, do more exciting things. At first, I was like, wow, this is great. Everyone wants to become a better person. The world is a magical place, yada, yada, yada. But then I realized these are all kind of vague. And because of their vagueness, hard to achieve. Bummer. And I kept reading. 43% of people never succeed and fail their resolutions every single year. 43%. Double bummer. And after one month, only 58% of people are still upholding their resolutions. If you're one of those 58, congrats, way to go. If not, don't worry. Just start again and try to do it for the month of February. Or, you know, wait until the next New Year's like most of us. I've always been someone who strives to improve. I practice, I track my progress, I reassess, and I see what I can change. Despite all this, I'm not very good at making New Year's resolutions. I think it's because I always seem to make resolutions that I don't really care about. In terms of resolutions, I always bite off more than I can chew. Way more. I'm a big supporter of the new year, new me philosophy, but I'll be honest, I haven't had much success. One year, I had a really long list of new year's resolutions. I mean really long. It was three pages in Times New Roman size 12 font. Long. At the time, it seemed totally reasonable. I mean, of course I start meditating, exercising, and writing daily, and go vegan, and still have the time to plan to get together with my friends every weekend. None of which I was currently doing. I was in way over my head. And who was I kidding? Needless to say, I don't think I managed to do one of my resolutions that year. After that crazy, overambitious self-improvement phase, I dialed back a bit and made fewer, smaller, more meaningful goals. Last year, my resolution was to do a writing challenge. I would write for 30 minutes once a day for 30 days in a row. And guess what? I did it. Almost. Well, I did most of it. I made it to day 17. Now, that's definitely not perfect, but it was 17 more stories than I had at the start of the year. So to me, that's a success, albeit a small one. I often underestimate how hard it is to change. And when I struggle with a goal, I tend to beat myself up about it. Don't believe me? Let me tell you about the time I almost failed a class. In grade 7, I had a class called Health and Career. The course centered around goal setting, and our one project was to set a SMART goal. For those of you who don't know, SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. A SMART goal. I set two goals, being the ambitious kid I was. Goal number one. I wanted to learn one new French word a week. I was in French immersion and was already pretty fluent, but I wanted one more challenging word. It seemed pretty doable. 
And, you know, it was a smart goal. Goal number two, learn my multiplication tables. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. What type of kid doesn't know her times tables by grade seven? Well, me. <laughs> and guess what? I probably shouldn't admit this given I'm taking a university level calculus course, but I still can't do mental math. Blame French immersion. I know how to multiply up to five, but after that, I do a bit of multiplication and a whole lot of addition. It usually goes something like this. Okay, what's seven times seven? Well, I know seven times five is 35, and seven times two is 14, and 35 plus 14 is uh, 49, so seven times seven is 49. It takes a while, but it works. Now, I'll admit math isn't one of my strengths, Thank God for calculators. I know I should probably be horribly embarrassed by this, but I'm really not. It hasn't held me back, and my phone has a calculator, so I always have one on hand. We each have our strengths, so go ahead and feel a little superior if you want, but I really don't care. I've accepted it. So anyway, my goals were to improve my French and finally learn my times tables. Truly honorable goals. I was really excited about them too. I got a little notebook which I could use to track my French words, and I found our old deck of cards that had different math equations like 5 times 5 and 6 times 7 and so forth. But I think I wrote down one French word and did two, maybe three calculations that day and never touched them again. I totally forgot about it. But at the end of the term, we had to fill out a self-reflection sheet on our progress. The questions were on a scale of 0 to 10. 0 represented not at all, and 10 was yes completely. For example, did you work towards achieving your goal? I thought about it, and I settled for a 1. Did you regularly reassess your progress? Hmm, well, no, I didn't. 0. Did you improve? No, honesty. No, 0. Are you proud of your progress? Nah, zero, zip, zilch, and so on. It was almost all zeros out of ten. Well, at least I was honest. What I didn't realize was that our marks for that health and career course were entirely based on that one self-reflection, and as a result, I all but failed the course. Thankfully, my teacher cut me some slack, and I was able to go back and give my goals another go. I focused on learning new French words. I boosted my grade, expanded my French vocabulary, and learned a few very important lessons. Lesson number one, set smaller goals. Smaller goals that I can really focus on and ones that I actually care about. I mean, who was I kidding? I'm not gonna be a mathematician. The second lesson was to be a little less honest in graded self-reflection. Just kidding. Well, actually no. I vowed to give myself at least a passing mark in the future. If you're like me and you struggle with your New Year's resolutions, it's okay. That website I was talking about also said that people who make resolutions, even if all they do is write them down, are 10 times more likely to achieve their goals than the people who don't. But here's a little math for you. 10 times zero is still zero. So you have to put in a bit of effort for it to work. That's my take on the topic. What do you think? What are your New Year's resolutions? Do you make smart goals, and have they been successful in the past? I want to hear your thoughts, but for now, I gotta bounce.